0: You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News.
1: Greetings once again from Sprott Money News at SprottMoney.com. It's Friday, July the 10th, 2020, and it's time for your Weekly Wrap-Up. As usual, I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and as usual, joining us is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, how are you today?
0: Hey, Craig, great. A lot going on, lots to talk about.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. <clears throat> to that end, we always invite questions every uh, week and you can send them to us at submissions, the word submissions, at com. And while you're there, obviously check out the inventory that we have, some of the best deals on precious metals And storage can be found at SprottMoney.com. However, uh, if you want to send us names, you can do it through our email system, submissions at email.com. But we get so many, as you might imagine, um, with everything going on in the precious metals markets. We try really hard to go through them. Eric and I review every single request, as we've been doing for about the last 20 minutes. Uh, But Eric, of course, only focuses on the requests that he feels knowledgeable enough to answer. So please know, if you send us a name, we do look at it. And uh, we've got a list of eight or ten that we're going to get to later today. Well, we try. And again, uh, while you're at Sprott Money, please check out the inventory. Lots of uh, Royal Canadian Mint Maples, both silver and gold. You can also call us, 888 861 Eric, it's been an excellent week. Uh, as we speak, gold's up about $24 in the week. Silver is up 86 cents blasting through not only uh, an important technical level at 1850, but also 19. I'm sure you've had fun watching this week. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, it's been, it has been a lot of fun, and you could see the technical setup, and you can see un- things uh, in the physical market which uh, suggested this all should happen. Uh, but, of course, it's, it's never a straight line-up. Uh, we had a big correction in silver, for example, yesterday, and most of these corrections that we have in gold and silver Uh, intraday, always seem to be answered with the prices going back up, which kind of makes me wonder, why do these guys do this? I mean, it's almost like like it's a death wish here because the short position keeps going up uh, on the COMEX. Uh, I don't know what a guy gains by having silver go down, you know, from 19 to 1840 during uh, yesterday's trading, only to have it end up close at whatever, 1870. But I, I do speculate that these... The guys who are short are are so in such a difficult uh, situation trying to unwind the short that I think they would knock it down a fair amount just to try to run some stops. You know, some guys trading in nineteen a guys got to stop at eighteen seventy five. They run the stop, then the, then the guy now he's got a market order to sell, and and the uh, the commercials buy it, and I think that's really what's going on in the market because at the end of the day when I look at the uh, the open interest, it goes up all the time. So nobody's getting off their positions here. And as you've discussed with, on, on many uh, sites, including your own, I mean, the deliveries are overwhelming on the COMEX. The ETF demand is crazy. As an example, silver added uh, 8.3 million ounces yesterday to the SLV, just the SLV. And uh, we, we, uh, we mine 2.5 million ounces a day. Well, How can you put 8 million ounces into the SLV when you mined two and a half million a day? And this is not the only day. We've had days of 10 million ounces. So underneath everything, you see things coming together that all suggest we're going to have a physical tightness. And the physical tightness is because people are reacting to COVID, the, the spread of the disease, the potential leveling off of the economy. Uh, the uh, the folly of the Fed trying to support all assets. And between the Fed and the Treasury, they're trying to make sure everyone has money. But I think the problem is bigger than them. And I think there's many, many people that realize that gold is the place to go and are not just saying it, they're doing it.
1: Yeah. You know, and and it's not like... Uh, I know you or me or anybody listening wants to get complacent and think, "Well, this is easy." I mean, we've got to keep watching this every day. However, that underlying trend, Eric. I mean, the the Fed just continuing having to buy assets. I mean, they've said they said again this week. I mean, it was unlimited. They'll do whatever they have to do. Uh, Clar- Clarita, I have never can pronounce his name. The Powell, America. second in yeah. charge, said just yeah. that again. No limit, infinite, limitless. We'll do whatever. And so, and you don't see this, you know, there's no straight-up economic recovery. We're going to be battling this for, you know, a couple of years more at least and then trying to recover after that. So we've got to stay on top of it. But, boy, it sure seems like uh, a lot of these trends will continue to work in our favor.
0: And, you know, it's interesting. I've had uh, two technical analysts who I have a high re- respect for. Uh, one is Michael Oliver who writes uh, and gives interviews to King World News and the other one's uh, Chris Van from Technical Traders. Uh, and uh, I've always said that Chris has suggested the target for silver, 2731 this year. Michael Oliver uh, had a King World News interview where he suggested also that silver was likely to go to the high 20s soon. Uh, there was an article by uh, a fellow who goes by on Seeking Alpha guy who goes by the name Astro Lib who writes very good material. And uh, he came out and suggested that, you know, silver is obviously breaking out here. The last time it had this kind of breakout, it went up by 10 times. And he's postulating that we bottomed at 11, we go to $110. Do I think that's impossible? Not at all. With the kind of demand that we see for physical silver and the short position of the, the banks were short, something like 350 million ounces of silver wow who knows where we can go but we're gonna go a long way
1: somebody actually wrote in this week eric wondering if uh gold and silver futures trade on the comex had the same limits that we all got familiar with with the s&p futures uh back in march yeah there are limits up and limits down um they're big uh three dollars and five dollars something like that but You never know.
0: Yeah, I haven't uh, ever experienced, I don't think, a limit change in silver, but I'm looking forward to it, Craig.
1: (laughs) Yes, I think we all are. And again, (laughs) once the CME turned the COMEX into a delivery vehicle, it was never intended to be that way. Uh, But after the breakdown they had in late March with those EFPs that you and I have been talking about for the last several years, just the insane, absurd volume of allegedly exchanged for physical contracts, Once that broke down to reestablish legitimacy to that exchange, they turned it into a physical delivery vehicle. And I think that's going to be their their, um, – that was the harbinger of things to come. Eric, what else is on your mind as as we look around the world, global economy, uh, precious metals, everything else this week?
0: Well, I think the only other thing I'd like to talk about uh, in terms of the valuations of things is the value of metal in the ground. You know the gold price uh, six months ago was maybe yes, yeah, let's say six months ago was thirteen hundred dollars was kind of locked there for a long time. Probably the the going forward uh, gold price is twelve fifty today we're at eighteen ten. The difference in value of an ounce in the ground today is very very dramatic because of the extra $500 or 600 dollars. It's very dramatic and the market's not adapting to it. I keep reading in some of these chat lines. Oh, yeah, they pay $30 for an ounce of silver in the ground or they pay $60. Hey, man, the price of gold wasn't 1800 It was $1,200. you have got to change that by a factor of probably three what you should be paying for gold in the ground. And furthermore, gold in the ground for a, a low-grade producer, a low-grade producer whose margins now are dramatically higher, that's where most of the leverage is. And that's kind of where I have spent most of my focus here recently, uh, is looking for those large tonnage opportunities, low-grade, uh, seemingly CapEx-constrained, where the price of gold is going up, and we're going to solve that CapEx problem and, of course, have tremendous operating results.
1: Well, we've got a few of those we need to talk about that people have written in and asked about. I, I want to start, though, with the majors, because we've been talking for a couple of weeks, Eric, about you know, this kind of trough in the news cycle of a major miner because, you know, what else do they have to report between earnings a lot of times? They're just digging gold out of the ground. And so it kind of troughs and bottoms out halfway between earnings reports, which was er uh, 1st of May to the next report is going to be the 1st of August. And so prices and interest kind of bottomed out there in the middle of June or so. We had our first little hint of this from Kirkland Lake this week, and that's where I'm going. Uh, Kirkland Lake announcing production numbers but also stating that their average price was seventeen twenty, I think we could see that on the chart, but again, that's another 8% higher than it was in the first quarter.
0: All profit. That's, other things being equal, it's all profit. And it was interesting that uh, Kirkland did react. I mean, it was $52 about two weeks ago, the Canadian, and it's now $63. Uh, and I, of course, I, I think the reason that it was under some pressure is because there was no guidance. Nobody knew what they were going to produce. So finally, when they come out and say, "Oh, we produced," I think the number is three hundred thirty-nine thousand ounces in the quarter. There's this great sigh of relief that the COVID nineteen wasn't as didn't have a dramatic, a negative effect as some people would have feared. So the stocks come back nicely. They had uh, a good cash balance after having bought back some shares and paid a big tax bill in uh, in Australia of one hundred and twenty million bucks in the quarter. Um, but uh, their cash balance did go up, and uh, they look like they're in good shape, and the stock could go a lot higher. Needless to say. Yeah, anybody
1: that's a, a junior amateur technical analyst should pull up a daily chart of that thing and see what jumps off the page at you. Uh, along with Kirkland, somebody I wrote in this week said there's some type of class action lawsuit against them. Can you anything you can share there?
0: Yeah. Well, it's a legal firm, I think, out of New York that said uh, when they bought Detour Gold uh, that somehow they misinformed the market and the stock went down because they changed from being a high-margin business to a low-margin uh, business in Detour. Um, which, by the way, at $1,800, it won't be low margin, okay? <laughs> in fact, it'll be the opposite. And in fact, the margin probably improved by uh, 50% since they bought it. So, I think it's totally frivolous. You know how the lawyers are whenever stock goes down, they start up a lawsuit. So, I don't think it's going to have any effect on the stock price. Uh, it's just, in my mind, a totally frivolous lawsuit.
1: All righty. Uh, okay, can I hit you with some names? You ready to roll? Let's go. There's a couple here that we haven't uh, spoken of for a couple of weeks. One uh, you mentioned a couple of months ago and started to look really good right after you mentioned it, it was Grand Columbia. Any thoughts there?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they should have very good earnings. Uh, I think we know their well. We know their production. I think through May. Uh, we don't know their quarterly production that hasn't come out yet. Uh, but with the price going up, uh, everything should be. Uh, pretty good from a Grand Columbia uh, mind's point of view. I've been a little disappointed with their Caldas subsidiary, which they had about 70% of, uh, which uh, did a stream with wheat and Precious Metals. And I think most people know how I hate streams. And uh, they're also doing a gold note. And I think people realize how much I hate gold notes. Uh, (laughs) But other than that, I love Cobb. Just kidding, okay? I mean, uh, like, I don't like those decisions. I don't like the decisions. Uh, it never had much value in terms of the valuation of Grand Columbia in the stock market. But still, I would never... I, I don't like getting rid of the future early.
1: Other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's I still one- own it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, you're still in it. Okay. Uh, here's one from... I just remember this from months ago. And I recall it's kind of a penny stock, uh, McDonald Mines.
0: Yeah, McDonald Mines. They they have a they probably called a scatting deposit. They're drilling it, and uh, they hit some tremendous results, and then some uh, mediocre results, and tremendous results, and mediocre results. And uh, I noticed overnight they just raised four million dollars to do some more drilling there. Uh, I, I think we're kind of on standby to see if they can link this all together because there's been some some great. It's but we don't seem to have the continuity yet that uh, would make us uh, stand up and uh, you know scream that everyone has to buy it. So I, we're not quite there yet. I do own it, um, but I, I I need a little more evidence that the ore body is going to come around.
1: All right, <clears throat> Friday, May the eighth. You told us about free gold ventures. Uh, it's been a rather interesting couple of months.
0: Yes, it has. And there was a, an announcement yesterday last night that they're doing raising 30 million, of which I'm going to participate for up to 20. And they can raise it up. They can raise the whole issue up to, I think it's 34.5 million. We'll see. Maybe they've even announced something in the meantime that I haven't seen. Um, I really like free gold ventures. And I I like it for some reasons that are a little off the wall. The most important one is that one, it started off with six and a half million ounces of low grade gold. Uh, and as I mentioned somewhere along the line they drilled that up with 37,000 meters of drilling and just so you know um, uh, Wallbridge hopes to do 100,000 meters of drilling this year they don't have 6.5 million yet although I'm sure they will but I'm, I'm doing a, a comparison here you can find 6.5 million ounces with 37,000 meters of drilling boy that was sure easy to find and I hope that with all this money that uh, Free Gold has, that they'll do two things. One, continue, continue to drill the high grade gold that got everyone excited and drill for more low grade. Because low grade that has high margins is very, very valuable today. There you go. And, you know, if you can imagine that the gold would be worth, uh, you know, 50 bucks in the ground and they could have 10 million, that's 500 million US. I mean, That's uh, 650 Canadian. I think the market cap of the company's 250 or 300. So that would present a lot of upside, and we still got the high-grade drilling uh, to happen here. So I'm quite excited uh, by Freehold.
1: You mentioned uh, Wallbridge there, and you talk about market cap. A lot of several folks writing, "Hey, what's the deal? Did did they kind of reach kind of a?" I don't know, an equilibrium market cap when it got near a billion and now they're just kind of turning along? What's, what, are your, what are your thoughts there?
0: Well, it's interesting. I actually sent a, a text to the uh, to the CEO. I said, because he'd done some presentation that I watched this. Well, it, that was a wonderful watching the presentation. And luckily, you only have three problems, market cap, market cap, and market cap. Uh, and, and of course, the reason I said, and he knows exactly what, and I said LOL after it, okay, because when you have a billion-dollar market cap, you have to keep feeding the machine, okay? And if you if you haven't had any results in two months, things yeah. start to wane. The interest kind of drifts away, yeah. And so you you got to keep proving that not only is your market cap worth a billion, but it could be worth two billion or three billion. So you got to come up with some serious additions to the in, the information base to get you there. Uh, In the interview, they mentioned that they're going to be drilling um, at some of the Balmoral properties. Uh, they got two drills right there. Uh, Of course, they're continuing now to drill aggressively on the Fenelon property. So I think we could could see a lot of really good... I think it would be really exciting if uh, the Balmoral properties came up with something. That is such a telltale sign that perhaps the whole camp has huge opportunities here And they have most of the camp now for almost uh, 75 kilometers. So, I mean, I still own every share I've ever owned in the company. Uh, We just need news, and we haven't had any news in a while. So we're keeping our fingers crossed we'll get some releases here that will tell the market that it's worth more than the billion-dollar market cap it's trading at. It's
1: not dissimilar to what I mentioned earlier about this kind of cycle, peak to trough in news and earnings of the majors. You know, everybody kind of forgets about them halfway through. Uh, yeah. and drifts away from them, and now everybody's drifting back in with another great week of yeah. outperformance in the GDX. All right, just a couple yeah. more. I know you've got a couple, too, on your list, uh, but I did have several people asking this week, what the heck happened with Tudor and Teuton? They went down straight down one day and then straight back up the next.
0: Oh, I don't know why they did that bad day, but in the meantime, Tudor, uh, I think yesterday morning, announced a major drill hole. Uh, that had, oh boy, something like 894 feet of, uh, Uh, 0.85 gold. It was the longest, highest rate intersection that they've had yet up at Treaty Creek. Uh, and I, I did spend some time speaking to people at the company, not the geologists, but people at the company, uh, and just asking, you know, what's happening up there. And the most interesting thing is that on this Treaty Creek property, uh, they're drilling the gold storm right now. They have something called SP2 that they are also in the process of drilling where they think it could be equally as big as the gold storm zone, hoping that it will be equally as big as the gold storm zone. And as you know, the gold storm zone with its uh, 850 meters of strike, uh, 800 meters of depth, 600 meters of width, you can come up with Many tens of millions of ounces if you want to just multiply those numbers out and put in the uh, the grade and the specific gravity and things like that. And, of course, I've talked before about, you know, maybe to get as many as 30 million ounces, and I know it could be bigger than that. And imagine having another structure to drill here that is exhibiting all of the signs of Gold Storm. So we'll stand by in that one, but uh, uh, I like Tudor here. I would be a buyer Tudor here. Um, I just filed and I went over 20%. So, uh, I can't buy for a couple of days, but I may very well be back in there next week.
1: When, uh, when you call up someplace and they say, Hey, there's somebody named Sprout on the phone. Anybody want to talk to him? <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine the Happy reaction <laughs> what that must be like on the other end. All right. I know you've got a couple more, uh, that you wanted to mention. So yeah.
0: roll. Yeah. I, I got to talk about Vizla. Uh, symbol BZLA BZ BZLA in Canada uh, they came up with a huge, huge intersection of uh, silver and gold anybody can read the news release they did a stock issue last night, yesterday I participated for $10 million. Uh they got lots of veins to drill in this particular property but uh, it's early, early days but it was stunning okay, what else do I know? I can talk about step gold because I put a Fifteen million in the step gold. I sort of stepped out of my realm of, uh, of interest because this the the is in Mongolia, of, of which I know very little about Mongolia except one thing I know about step. It looks like they were cash flowing their market cap uh, based on the uh, June quarter results, and uh, maybe it was trading at point. Maybe it was trading at point six six of its market cap based on what maybe they'll do next year. And I, at first I ignored it. Uh, Then I got Eric, it's trading at 0.66 of its market cap. You can't ignore this. Don't be, don't be so goddamn lazy. Own the company (laughs) up and just see what's going on. Okay. Mongolia or not Mongolia. So I did. Now I have an investment there. Uh, Jag had uh, a very good product. Jaguar Mines had a very good production report and they ended up putting 18 million in the bank in the quarter, which was very, very impressive. Uh, what else do I, have? Oh, I think I think that covers everything off that I really wanted to talk about, and uh, it's been uh, immense, it's, it's it's great opportunities in the mining, the gold gold and silver mining sector here. And of course, it could be stunning in silver if silver does what I think the physical tightness suggests it should do. So, yeah, lots to look forward to.
1: <clears throat> Certainly is, and uh, I always look forward to these conversations every Friday. I again before we wrap up, I mean. This is, there's no better time than I can recall, uh, really, in the last several years. If you've been watching this stuff, uh, if you don't have any physical precious metal, it is your hedge against the monetary madness from these central banks, and it's just going to continue. So if you need some physical gold, physical silver, if you need a place to store it, Sprott Money needs to be on your list of places to check every single time you're in the market. Again, SprottMoney.com and of course call us 888-861-0775 lots of friendly staff to talk you through the process my friend what a fun friday we're having and uh very interested to see where we go next week i look forward to talking to you next friday
0: I, I will look forward to it too i think there'll be a lot of excitement there is a lot of excitement in the market i think there'll be a lot more excitement so we'll stay tuned let's
1: do it All righty. Have a great weekend. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next Friday.